Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1671. Stealth Dieting, A Guide to Navigating Social Situations Guilt-Free, Part 1, by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now it is the middle of the week, and like I do every Wednesday, I want to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, Achievement is not about what you've done, but what you've gained from your experience. Lynn Hill. Now, today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate. So whenever that happens, I'll read the first half today and then finish up the rest for you tomorrow. And so with that, let's get right to part one as we begin optimizing your life. Stealth Dieting, A Guide to Navigating Social Situations, Guilt-Free, Part 1, by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. I had an epiphany recently. It happened while eating lunch with my non-fitness friend at our favorite high-end establishment, a fast-food chicken restaurant. It was his turn to order. Uh, Let me get the fried chicken sandwich with fries, a sweet tea, and a cookie. Extra sauce. I went next. Let me get the fried chicken sandwich, lettuce, and tomato on that, with a large fruit cup as my side, an extra six-piece grilled chicken nuggets, and a large diet Dr. Pepper. He smiled. All about balance, huh? I chuckled and then told him, it's my healthy, unhealthy rule I made up. Anytime I get something less nutritious, like a fried chicken sandwich, I gotta pair it up with something more nutritious, like a large fruit cup. But what I didn't tell him? was everything else I considered in my head before ordering. For breakfast, all I had was a protein shake and a handful of blueberries, which was low in fat and low in calories. This was my pre-workout meal for the lift I had planned about two hours from now. 
And I knew we would be eating a big dinner at a delicious steakhouse, which would be higher in fat and calories. Then it hit me. I took this thought process for granted. I'd been making decisions and creating rules like this for years with myself and one-on-one coaching clients, but hadn't written it out. Well, today, that changes. I'm gonna share some of my best stuff with you. The whole process I've coined, stealth dieting. And ideally, you won't need to become a registered dietitian or have almost a decade of experience in the fitness industry to figure it out. So, let's get into it. Stealth Dieting 101. The goal, to discreetly stay on track with our fitness goals without limiting fun. We don't wanna be that person who has to bring their own food, inconvenience others, or annoy the waiter with their special requests. But we also know that getting results comes from consistency. We still care about our goals. So saying fit all the time won't cut it for us. Stealth dieting is the solution to finding this balance. It's an art and a science. So I'm gonna lay out the pieces for you, but you have to put them together on your own. Tip number one. Manage expectations first, always. A coaching client asked me how to know when they're overeating or if they're just simply enjoying a meal. When they're dieting, when is it right or wrong to have that burger and fries they've been craving or enjoy that dinner with friends? I emailed them back and said, there's two ways I look at meals. One, priority equals fat loss or muscle gain or overall health. I only see it as overeating if your goal for that meal is to stay on track with your diet because of fat loss or overall health being a higher priority for you in that moment. Therefore, you'd be overeating simply because you had a calorie goal you wanted to hit, but this meal pushed you over. It's not good or bad, it's just what happened, objectively. And two, priority equals enjoyment and life satisfaction. I don't think it's overeating if your goal is to enjoy the life experience of eating that meal with friends. Then it's just simply eating. You decided that fat loss isn't as important to you for this meal, and that's okay. So you shouldn't feel guilty because you did what you thought was most important. So give yourself permission to commit to one, but neither are right or wrong. The whole point is to make sure it's a conscious choice, not an impulsive one. If you don't manage expectations first, you can't know the appropriate next steps. Tip number two, balance your calories around what's most important. Using my chicken fast food restaurant example, my most important meal for the day was dinner. Knowing this, I crafted my other food and exercise decisions around maximum enjoyment for that meal. I chose priority number two. Since I knew most of my calories were coming from dinner, it made sense to eat fewer calories and earlier meals to balance things out. This is important. I'm not advocating starving yourself until dinner. I still want you to listen to your hunger cues, but the way you do that will be with less calorie-dense options. Higher protein, higher fiber, and lower in fat will be preferred here, which I'll touch on next. Here's an example. Day of dining out. Wake up at 7 a.m. Start with some coffee or tea. 8 to 9 a.m., veggie omelet made with one whole egg and one egg white, whole wheat toast, and mixed fruit. Noon, eight ounces of chicken, greens, mushrooms, peppers, small potato, and a salad. 5 p.m., protein shake or Greek yogurt and watermelon with salt. 7 p.m., high-calorie dinner. To take this a step further, 
you can stretch the same logic out to an entire week. If you know you're going to have a weekend filled of gluttony, why not be proactive in the days leading up to it? Again, I'm not recommending extreme deprivation, but it makes sense to do some planning ahead. One way of doing this is by using a weekly calorie budget. This is a lifesaver for my clients who enjoy a more flexible approach on the weekend. Tip number three, emphasize protein, fiber, and low-fat foods. One of the first things I tell clients when they're trying to navigate any social situation is, when in doubt, you can't go wrong with a big piece of protein and vegetables. If you don't know or don't care about calories, you can guarantee a good food choice by focusing on a high-protein, high-fiber, and low-fat meal. These meals will inherently keep your calories in check because fiber and protein are the most satiating qualities in a meal. They'll keep you fuller for longer. I recommend going lower in fat, not because fat is bad. It is a necessary nutrient, but because it's the most calorie-dense macronutrient. It has nine calories per gram, whereas proteins and carbs have four calories per gram. By default, you can eat more than twice as many carbs and proteins as you can fat. If you noticed in the day of eating out example previously mentioned, every meal except dinner is centered around these three things. An easy way to implement this is by asking yourself this question before every meal. What's my protein source and what's my fiber source? If you have each of these covered, you should be in good shape. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Stealth Dieting, a guide to navigating social situations guilt-free by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. A few weeks ago, I talked about the 80-20 rule of eating. Well, the way I spun it became more like the 70-30 rule of eating. Basically, you try and eat balanced, nutritious meals and snacks 70 to 80% of the time and not worry as much about the remaining 20 to 30% of the time. What's so great about Matt's advice in today's article is that he's basically using these same principles but providing us with even more specific guidance on how to go about it. He's providing us with some real-life examples to be able to navigate some of those potentially awkward situations. He's telling us that, It's okay if our own meal planning rules get broken every now and then. Now tomorrow, we're going to find out even more specifics. So I'm going to stop right there and thank you so much for listening. We're going to finish up the rest of this post tomorrow. So hopefully, I'll see you back here where your optimal life 
awaits.